So good evening, everybody, and uh, good evening to Max Serena. We're here with uh, Chris Deal and Cameron Dunn from the Lips Our Die team. But Max, great to catch up with you uh, tonight. It's going to be a bit of a good day. Now, uh, thanks for thanks you guys for inviting me. It's a pleasure to talk with you guys. At least we talk uh, same language. Yeah, we do talk the same language, and uh, that's been pointed out a few times, which. Uh, is quite refreshing to us. But hey, look, Max, I just, uh, we'll just run through for everybody who is uh, tuning in and watching is that we are going to stick to chatting about sailing tonight. We know that there's been a lot of news go around about when racing is going to commence. So everyone knows it's very clear racing will get off at four o'clock on Saturday afternoon, the 20th of February, which is very exciting because I know that we've been absolutely fizzing to get back out there and see the teams race. So we're just going to like kick it off with a question to start off with, Max, um, and probably one that seems quite basic, but also a bit of a head scratcher when you think about it. The first time that you actually saw the AC75 concept, what did you think? Well, uh, it's a good question because um, I, I was here in New Zealand and uh, I was here with a few of the design team uh, of, uh, of Luna Rossa together with the, most of the designer of Team New Zealand. Mr. Bertelli was there as well, uh, Grand Alton. And so we had, a, I don't know, five days meeting to decide basically which type of board, no? And, uh, and everyone came with different solution. Obviously, everyone was looking for an high-performance boat, foiling, and um, and it, it was it was nice. I mean, we had uh, like I don't know, 15 different type of boat, really crazy. And at the end, uh, we pick uh, we pick um, a closest boat to Team New Zealand. So we, we, we did the mesh, uh, um, basically from the idea, the idea and the concept of Team New Zealand and one of our boats. But I had to give the merit to Team New Zealand for 80% of the, of, the, of, the, of the idea of the boat actually came, came from them. And, uh, but I had to be honest, I think for both team, for both design team, during the, 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 the development of the class rule and so on, uh, we had quite a lot of question mark, and I think we clear off most of them a few days after launching uh, the boat one because it was, I mean, as as you guys know, uh, I mean, these boats are always on the edge in terms of uh, writing moment and so on. And uh, it was funny because we were doing a lot of uh, simulation uh, section with the simulator, and uh, we were flip over a lot of time. <laughs> So it was funny because well, hopefully once uh, the boat is gonna get real, it's not gonna happen so so often. And, and luckily, I mean, it was a relief when we launched the boat. We start sailing, and more and more we were pushing the the boat. It was actually a relief, and at the same time, um, a good uh, a good emotion, no? Because it's something new. This boat is really something out of. Uh, out of the box and uh, and I'm pleased I'm pleased and um, uh, I will never thank enough uh, Mr. Bertelli and Team New Zealand to come up with this uh, and to 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 accept a type of concept like that. Max, if I can just chip in here, um, you you 
you talked about how you were in the simulator a bunch and flipping it over. So that go back to that first day when you launched and and towed your first boat out on the water for its first day sailing. Let us know what the emotions were and, and maybe how nerve wracking that was um, for you and for the team. And then what it was it like when it actually you got it foiling. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm saying something probably heavier, but uh, I guess is the way I live uh, my, my work. And for me, a launch of a new boat is like a newborn baby. It's exactly the same emotion, especially this type of boat, because it's super complex. It requires tons of our designing, construction. And, um, and, and it's always like that. I guess you guys are sailors, no? Every time you get the designer, which they want to go step by step, no? You want to do the tow test and then eventually hoisting the mainsail, doing the load test and so on. But then as soon as you, you're doing the tow test and everything goes well, uh, you're going to push. You're going to start to to push. Let's touch the sail. And I say, well, but we're not going to take off on day one. And then at the end of the day, you're going to start to add the rake to the flap and to the wing. And then suddenly, well, not suddenly, luckily the boat is taking <laughs> off, you know, because you want to see, you design a flying boat and you want to see the boat flying. And, uh, and it was a pretty emotional day. I can tell you my voice, uh, when we came back after sailing to the team, we had a design uh, team meeting. It was pretty broken. Uh, obviously I was super happy and, uh, and it's a big thing. The launch of a new boat, uh, and especially this time, is a big, uh, is a big achievement. It's a big, uh, it's an important moment for so many people. And uh, and and probably I'm I'm living. Uh, I'm probably feeling too much all the time when I'm when I'm doing something. Like I, I really feel it, and uh, and it was big. It was a big day for me. And for the world team, obviously. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And you know, you honestly at, at the at the time when you, I guess you've you've got these boats first launched, and you see, even when you back to when you see the concept, did you really think that the racing was going to be as close as what we've seen <clears throat> it to be now? At the beginning, no, for sure. The beginning, no, and uh, and I tell you why. If you look the design concept uh, of most of the boats. Everyone was really looking for pure performance, like pure performance, straight line. No, you can you can actually do you can go actually around the racetrack more or less with two tech and two jibe or mm. three tech and two jibe. So when uh, we started the design process, we 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 like always now to win the America's Cup. Normally, you need a fast boat. And so you do everything you can to try to make the, uh, the boat as fast as possible. And especially this time, uh, considering no, you're sailing inside of the boundary, you, you, you start the concept, okay, let's make the boat as fast as possible. And then we figure it out how to, to take and jive. And, and I think if you talk, I guess if you talk, I had a chance to, to speak with you guys uh, with, of American magic. After after the race, uh, when we, we after the last race with them, we went to their base with a couple of uh, box of beer to you know, to celebrate with them, 
and uh, and we had a, an open conversation, no? And they said, well, we really designed to go for pure performance, uh, straight line, and, and we approach exactly the same. Mm. That is the reason why when we launched our bot one, even our foil, they were pretty small for pure uh, speed. And then slowly, so at the beginning, we never thought you could end up with 17 tack in a, in a, <laughs> in a race, no? in a foiling board, especially in the foiling board. And, uh, but I think it was, um, it was um, we, we discovered slowly uh, by, by sailing with the boat and by implementing new stuff in the simulator, you can actually start to, no, to do something, something more than just going a faster straight line. So then we start to work on the pre-start, what, what you can really do in the pre-start to try to be the other, the other guy, no? And uh, so slowly we move more in the boat handling type of boat together with performance. And, and always, uh, and every time when you are, you are trying to match those things together, you have to accept some compromise, no? Because obviously if you wanna have a really good boat, uh, to be able to do a perfect uh, circling or be able to stand the foil in seven knots and so on, you have to accept some compromise, you know, in terms of pure performance. So, um, so we, 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 we then move, uh, okay, the concept is working, the boat is fast. I think our boat one, and I'm not, uh, I'm pretty open. I think it was probably one of the best boats of the fleet and, uh, and uh, because we push pretty hard to, to try to to use everything on the board, not just the foil, no, the arc shape was actually designed to 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 have a, a less uh, drag as possible and so on. And um, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was uh, it was cool. And and to be honest, the scene the race we did with the with the with the nails during the round robin and the last one, it was. Uh, I was pleased. I mean, obviously, I was pleased because we won the last one. But I was impressed uh, and uh, to receive so many comments from from outside. Uh, I was receiving tons of message, obviously because we won the race, but mainly because they never, no one was uh, expecting uh, races like like that in attacking Jaw, attacking Jaw yeah. at the boundary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and even in the pre-start, no. Uh, I remember when we when we did the pre-start, I guess it was with Ben or uh, with American Magic. We were probably five meters away, you know, with the with the with the windboard uh, foil, and say, "Wow!" Then you start you start to realize, well, maybe we can push even more than that, no? And uh, and uh, and I think uh, on our side, we we really developed a lot here in New Zealand because we discover even in terms of taking the well, we start to do well, maybe something you can, you can use more as, a, as an arm you know, against another team to start to do a taking dual match. You know? Because obviously you are racing, like always depending who is the other guy in one way or in another way, you know? and, uh, and, uh, because you know which are the limits of the boat or whatever. And uh, and then you look Team New Zealand. Team New Zealand, they with their second boat, they, they really came out from you know, completely out of the box. And and I was expecting something like that because, as I said many times, uh, they they're smart. They're just smart, and uh, and uh, and they know what they want. They have a great sailor, which they give you good input to the designer, and the designer they're able most of the time to 
to generate the wish list of the sailor. We just okay. talked quickly, Max, about the other teams. Um, obviously, you know, Team New Zealand, the, the benchmark being the defenders, everyone's always going to be kind of measuring themselves against, um, you know, the holders of the America's Cup. But can we talk a little bit about your time since the team has arrived to New Zealand? It sort of seemed like originally when we first sort of came into the first block of racing with the uh, World Series that, you know, the Americans were going pretty fast um, and the, the British team was struggling. And then a couple of weeks later, the, the British team was obviously going very fast. And there was a lot of talk about those two teams. Um, you know, what was the conversations like uh, inside, you know, Luna Rossa Prada Pirelli was... There was a lot of work done over the last couple of weeks to, to try and get the boat faster in the, the moderate to sort of high wind range. Um, was that based on, you know, trying to figure out what other teams were doing and, and trying to close that gap? Or was it just a case of having equipment and technology in the, in the back shed waiting to, to come online? Well, I mean, there is no secret now. We, 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 we push pretty hard to... to try to have a pretty wide overall boat. And uh, I think we were pretty strong at the beginning in, uh, in light breeze, and uh, as, uh, as uh, everyone saw. And, um, but um, but uh, to be honest, we had Samish at the beginning in, uh, in strong breeze. And that uh, was not really due to the fact the boat was not able to, to, go, to go fast in big breeze. We, we, we had some issue which we call uh, with the wall, no? Over uh, 17 knots, 16 knots with the wall. We were not able to, to pass the wall. Uh, the target, the DPP, they were, they were giving us big number, high number, but we were not able somehow to, to reach those targets. And uh, so we, we did a lot of um, analysis. We, we, we obviously, we regroup uh, with the designer, with the sailor. And, and try to understand which was the real problem, why we were not able to reach those targets in, uh, in Breeze. And, uh, and, uh, and it was just a matter of fact, because the problem is when you're sailing alone, you're always the fastest boat on the planet. And then when you go alongside another guy, you say, wow, there is something deep, there is another planet there. <laughs> and, um, and we had a uh, we had few few occasion to sail close to American Magic in Breeze and um, and to be honest they actually helped us quite a lot by just uh, uh, looking them and the way they sail the boat and the way the, I mean something happened to them as well I mean at the beginning even before the race they were probably the fastest boat upwind especially in big breeze but even downwind. They were super steady on the on the groove on the and uh, and we and we and we start to ask ourselves how these guys they are able to say I mean to say so locked upwind always to win more deal you know and so we start to analyze I think we had all the gear we but uh, we we missed uh, some uh, some uh, some tuning let's put it like that and then obviously. The development process, uh, our plan was to have obviously new foil, new wing, new rudder, different flaps, uh, different sail. That was part of the game, but it was not really due to the component, it was really more the way we were sailing the boat. And now, I mean, the reason why I said many times when we race against the American, obviously I was pleased with the result. Uh, 
unfortunately they were probably not at the top level for sure because uh, what happened to them a couple of weeks before but I was pleased because the performance of the boat in big brace was they were pretty good and uh, and that was the 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 most positive side of uh, of those uh, few days of racing I guess with with this cup you know with the covid um, hitting us all around the world last year and knocking out the those pre-regattas the America Cup World Series it changed this whole period of the America's Cup didn't it massively you know not being able to race against anybody and line up you can can you imagine now where you'd be if you'd done two regattas previous to coming to New Zealand and learned a lot of those things six seven eight months beforehand yeah I totally agree uh, I mean we we need to keep in mind we sailed this boat 10 times mm. and you guys as a sailor knows how much performance gain there is just by racing more and more without even changing component. No? It's just a, a fine tuning and discover new way to sell the boat or how much you can really push the boat. So yeah, I, I agree. We probably could have ended up with a completely different boat, even more uh, advanced than what we have today. And, uh, and, uh, but unfortunately, we 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 sail in the in a kind of a blind uh, no space for uh, for a couple of years, and then we really group all year, and and then once you are in the water with three other boats uh, close to you, then you start to look at the other guy more because yeah, you're doing the spying, you're doing uh, no the recon, all the other team, but it's way different compared uh, really sailing uh, close to another boat. No, you you have. A, a better feeling than than just watching, no. And uh, so that, that on that respect is uh, is a shame. But unfortunately, I mean, we we already lucky to be here and be able to race and sail. So it's uh, it's already big uh, a big step. The, the the thing again, I'm pleased because it wasn't that that sure at the beginning. I'm pleased we are able to deliver a fantastic uh, uh, race. Uh, and then let, let's see how it goes, who's going to win the Prada Cup, but I think it's going to be pretty cool uh, next, uh, let's say, uh, whatever race uh, that will be ahead. Mm. Hey, Max, I've got a, a quick question. Um, <clears throat> if you had your way and you got to choose which boat was actually going to be sailed in the America's Cup, and it was solely your discretion, which boat would you choose? Between between the four boats or in general? Just in general, what would be your ideal uh, cup boat? Well, I, I, I've been so lucky in my career because, uh, I mean, I, I did three cup with the Ration 5 boat, the displacement boat, and then I've been involved uh, in the in the big trimaran, you know? I was responsible for the project of the big wing and all of that. And, uh, and then I sailed AC-72, and now, unfortunately, I didn't sail as much as I want at AC-75, but during training, I sailed uh, quite a lot. And um, so I, I leave the transition no, from, let's say, classic boat to a falling boat. Uh, I mean, this is, to be honest, uh, sailing with this boat, and uh, excuse me, but it's like having sex with a woman. I mean, it's the most... Uh, is the most exciting boat I never, I never, I never sail, and I'm, I'm always 
kill myself uh, with the fact I'm too old uh, to race on this boat because um, I mean it's a, it's a it's a knife which goes through my heart every time when I jump on top of the boat and then unfortunately I step on the chase boat. <laughs> okay, so then based on that, <laughs> the camera keeps going back to Steely after you make that comment. Um, based on that, um, Max, I mean, if, if you guys did go on to win this, what are the chances realistically of you guys staying in the AC75, considering that we've got so much more development to come out of these boats, we've only sort of tapped on the surface? Uh, for sure. If, uh, if we are that good to, to win the cup, we will stay with this boat. We already decide and we will improve this boat. So I, I, I'm, I'm thinking and talking loud without even uh, exchange uh, my opinion with the designer or with Mr. Bertel, but for sure uh, you will improve the boat. You're probably going to remove the, the, the bow split because you don't need the bow split. Uh, you probably can make, uh, I don't know, again, I'm thinking loud, two different uh, sail plan, small, uh, taller and shorter mast for big or, or um, heavy or light breeze. I mean, we are just uh, uh, the generation one and, uh, and, uh, and uh, you can make this boat way faster than what, what, what they are already. I mean, we touched uh, 53.4 a uh, couple of weeks ago and uh, I think they can go easily to 60. So if sailing an AC-75 is like having relations with yep. a lovely woman. <laughs> what do those speeds actually feel like when you're out there? I mean, there's only a handful of people in the world that have experienced the speeds that you guys have. I mean, what is that actually like? I mean, the, 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 you're always on the edge and they are not that forgiven. Obviously, more we race, more confident you are taking with the boat. And, uh, but I'm... Um, but uh, but the funny thing is when you sail with this boat you actually don't feel the you don't feel that much you are going at 45 or 50 knots like the ac72 was brutal in that respect the 72 was really uh, scary it was a really scary boat to sail because every time i remember it's in france <laughs> every time at the top mark when it was blowing 25 you were you were almost prey Please, please, let's pass the bear away <laughs> because it was really brutal. It was super powerful. We were probably at the beginning of uh, the technology at the time. With this boat, we, we have way more control system in place. So you can, handle, you can handle probably the boat a little bit better. But on the same time, I mean, it's easy to see, you know, the, uh, unfortunately, American Magic, Team New Zealand, Flip over a few times, and uh, we 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 capsize many times in the in the in the small boat. So they they are not that forgiven, but uh, but I think more we sail, the more experience we get, the more let's say development will happen in the control system, more uh, and faster you will go. The good thing, I think one of the things I like about this boat, you go fast, but also you're doing a lot of boat handling. You're doing, no, it was impossible to do with an AC50 or an AC72, 17 tech, impossible. With this boat, you almost say like in a normal boat, you're really doing a match race. 
Is that what you were expecting, Max, from all the, the work and the simulators and everything building up to this event? Are, are the races going how you kind of predicted they'd be going with all the pre-start action and the, the maneuvers around we, the racetrack? Or is there something that surprised you? Well, in terms of pre-start, we did a lot of uh, work, like a lot of work. And, uh, and, uh, and I had to thank Jimmy, Keiko, Philippe, uh, and all those guys, they, we, we, we put tons of hours on that. And I know, I mean, I was surprised when Ben uh, at the press conference said, uh, yeah, simulator is important, but it's not real. But, uh, but in reality, if you want to try and push, you need something where you know you cannot destroy the boat or you kill someone. No? So we did a lot of work on that. And, uh, and uh, so... I, I think you can gain confidence in the simulator as well while, while, uh, while you are training, you are trying something new. And then we have a, a pretty good program by racing against the chase boat. Like really, Philippe is really good on that, on setting up uh, the race course and really race against the chase boat. And, uh, and I think that is one of the, one of the things which is helping us on the fact that you cannot sail uh, with two boats, you know, on the, on the same time. So you need to try to be creative as well, no? to, to, to build something which is really uh, helping you on, on, uh, on, um, on create situation, no? Like uh, I give an example, the, the last race of the round robin with, uh, with the nails, uh, they were probably a click faster than us. But for sure, they race better than us. But at the same time, we did tons of mistakes. Like we didn't execute the right tech, uh, no, the right libao, or at the top mark, we take too high. You know? So those are all uh, <clears throat> mistakes. You can only adjust if you're doing a lot of race or if you create something in-house to replicate the situation. Is that, is that possibly where having two helmsmen has been a, a really big advantage in the simulators and, and with the development of the race tactics? I mean, the, 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 obviously, like everything, no? there is pros and cons. Uh, obviously, the cons is the fact that compared to normal helmsmen, our helmsmen are steering out of the time, you know, because they are. But on the same time, the fact they are actually flying the boat, uh, is actually a good uh, learning process for them because they understand quite well where happened, no? If you, you're going out of phase with a flap or whatever, or in certain condition where you want to do a duck or a dive down or whatever, or a tech, no? What, what the, the flying controller needs to do. And, uh, and, uh, but on the same time, I think in the pre-start and in, in a tight uh, situation, having two elsemen, I think is better. I mean, um, you can argue if you, if, uh, you really need a tactician or not. But uh, if, uh, if you ask me, you will go again with two elsemen, I will say yes. Yeah, I mean, obviously with the, with the simulators and... You, could, you can have two guys that are obviously driving the boat. It must speed up the learning process because, you know, each helmsman is going to have a different opinion on a certain number of, of or on, on everything. And so you almost learn another perspective um, with someone who's obviously in there in the moment and been experienced in the same situation when it comes to race time. Yeah, especially with two guys like Keiko and Jim, you know, which are the opposite, the one, uh, one each other. So... 
Uh, yeah, no, uh, um, we, we, we had a pretty clear idea. I mean, we, we, we uh, uh, the, the main reason why we choose to, to, to have to Aspen was uh, everything starts from an aerodynamic point of view. I mean, we believe that having three guys or more than one guy going across every time when you send them 40 knots, it's not that uh, that uh, beneficial, no. I mean, the drag uh, induced by a guy is is massive when you're going so fast. And also, there is a moment when the when he goes across. Yes, there is the, the I don't know, like uh, in Ineos, there is jazz. I guess he's taking the wheel, but there is a transition moment where, yeah, no, you are not fully in control of of, of what happened, no. And uh, there, there there is a fraction of a second where you cannot do much. And I'm not saying you're gonna win the cup or the product cup because of that, but uh, we 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 thought there was a benefit, and uh, and we believe it. And I, and and I think, I mean, we 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 may end up losing the final, the product cup final, but uh, but so far I think uh, I mean the investment is actually prove uh, uh, to be to to be right. I mean, I'm pleased the way they say it was just. Uh, the, the, our main issue, and that is due to the fact we didn't race much, was uh, the communication on board. I mean, in, in, in a boat like that, when you're going so fast, uh, I mean, making the right call at the right time and having the right information is is key, is crucial. And uh, and uh, I think one of the main problems we had at the beginning was uh, was actually that. And uh, and I've been pretty hard on the guys on that. I was pretty disappointed because we knew we can sail uh, on a different level, but we didn't we didn't execute. And but the guy does smart enough, uh, and they realized that. And... Hey Max, I'm just sort of stepping away from the sailing side for a second and more into your role as the as I guess the boss. Um, mm. Yeah, you've obviously got a huge amount of experience. In the America's Cup, you've been with Luna Rossa since its inception back in, you know, for the 2000 Cup yeah. here in Auckland. And then you're involved right through and then we're with Team New Zealand for a bit with the last Cup in Bermuda. Um, when you are setting up this team this time round, what sort of were the, you know, what were the key learnings from your experience in past Cups um, that were really important to you in setting up this this team this time. Well, it's a good point because uh, I'm, I had, I have the the lack of uh, being involved uh, with a lot of great sailors you now, from Russell to to most of the Italian Rod Davis. Uh, I mean, I sailed with with everyone, even with Ben. I did a few match races with them, so I've been lucky in that respect and. Uh, and uh, working with Oracle and then with Team New Zealand and then with Luna Rossa, I tried to to be like a sponge, you know, to try to get uh, most of it uh, from uh, all the experience. I think the big, uh, the biggest learn uh, I had in Team New Zealand was the fact that, um, well, a few things. One, one, they're always thinking out of the box without, without being crazy. There is always... Uh, a rational uh, thinking behind uh, their uh, their idea. The other good thing is that which is hard uh, to 
which is typical from for I guess for for uh, the New Zealand uh, people, and I don't know why it's hard to to achieve that in other in other campaign or in other team. Is the test uh, is testing something quick and dirty, and quick and dirty doesn't mean uh, dirty in the sense uh, is uh, is wrongly built or uh, there is no much attention. But uh, if you want to try concept. You don't need to be super refined, no? You need to just try the concept. And that is something which I'm sometimes I'm struggling to 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 pass to the to, to the guy I'm working with. Not, not just now, in general. Mm. And I think but I think that is one of the of the of the of the of the strength of Team New Zealand because uh, for many reasons. One, because you spend less money, you waste less time. And you have an answer uh, uh, quickly, and and in the America's Cup, the thing you cannot buy is the time. No, so you always race against the time. So the sooner you get an answer, the sooner you move forward to the next uh, generation, to the next day. But uh, but uh, but when I put together this team, uh, and well, well, when Mr. Bertelli asked me to 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 let's say to lead the team, I said, well, I'm happy to do it. I'm privileged and I'm honored to do it because no, I'm not a pedigree uh, team director. I'm not a famous salesman or no, I don't have a, I was a stupid bowman, which is slowly moving. You're yeah, we, which is slowly moving back, you uh, know, with age. And, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but I guess uh, I said to him, listen, we need to take young guy. We need to take young guy in the department close to experienced guy and uh, and we search i search quite a lot outside of the america's cup uh, campaign especially in the design team because one of the mistakes most of the time uh, you're doing when you are involved for so many years in the cup is to do the same mistake or to do not accept to try something which you discard already in the previous campaign or you mentally start to say well we did that already it didn't work Maybe it didn't work because you you did the thing in the in the wrong way, no. And uh, so I start to search a lot of a lot of guy in all the department. Uh, is what we call the young generation, no? Which is not just related to the selling team, but also in the design team, the short team. We got few designers in the design team that are just under 20, 23 years old. And uh, and they're brilliant. Most of the great idea they came from them. And the sailor, the sailing team. There is one guy which is sailing on board, which is the son of uh, Chicho Celon, which is did uh, the first cup with me in two thousand. And I have a picture of him uh, on my arm uh, in front of the base in uh, in Punta Al in Tuscany twenty years ago. And now he's uh, he's sailing for me. You know, so uh, you. you with this boat and with this uh, and with this new uh, type of campaign, you need to you need to find also young guy, and uh, obviously they need to be good guy. Hey, uh, on a on a lighter note, um, you've ha obviously had some very um, well it Italians, I guess, are known for their superstitions, and you've had some very superstitious um, members of your team. In the past, especially your old skipper Francesco D'Angeli's. Yeah. Have you have you got anyone in the team who can match him? No, impossible. 
Impossible. No, Francesco was is uh, looking after. He was looking after everything. He was uh, it was funny on that respect. He had all his own routine. Uh, the way he was jumping on board, uh, he was uh, always coming on board with a little bag. With uh, no one was uh, was aware of what uh, was happening in this bag because it was tight underneath the right steering pedestal. And no one was allowed to touch that. Or, uh, I don't know, you were not allowed to use a certain color of tape. Uh, or, uh, no, um, there is few guys which are superstitious, or, or maybe they're not superstitious, but they are keen to do the same thing. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. I, I don't wanna, I'm always, I mean, I, I did sport for, uh, for all my entire life, by sailing, playing tennis, another sport, windsurf, and uh, and I always find uh, superstition as an excuse to justify your mistake. <laughs> and uh, and this is what I tell my son every time. No, don't 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 start to even think like that because you just become fragile. Hey, uh, Max, we've got uh, a lot of people tuning in and watching. So I just want to take this quick opportunity that if anybody uh, out there who's watching wants to ask a question, just type it in the comments and uh, we'll pick out some good ones and see what it comes up with. But I know Steely's got some more questions for you too. Yeah, Max, you uh, you touched on it just before. Your, your son, he's obviously here in New Zealand with you. Um, I'm, I'm hearing he's, he's going pretty well in, in The Optimist. Have you had much of a chance to, to get out and, and see him sail? Uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, sometimes I'm able to get him, uh, to, to pick him up him at the end of the, of the session. The only time I went to, to, to look, uh, to watch him, it was uh, the race, uh, remind me the name, come. Uh, Maris the, Bay. The, 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 in Maris Bay. And it was the day which was uh, the race for the, the uh, anniversary race, I guess, I don't remember the name, which, which I realized at the end of the day, he won, actually. Yeah, the, the Auckland, the, the, Auckland the, anniversary regatta. Correct. And, uh, and I didn't know that, actually. My wife, uh, at night before me, the, the, the rank, and I said, well, I thought it was finished second. Said, no, because today was a different race. And, uh, but um, no, unfortunately, I don't have much time to follow him, which is uh, something I really, I really is a painful for me because I would like, because I don't want to go too, too, to too be deep. too sentimental here. <laughs> but uh, it was something I was really um, looking from my father when I was a kid but uh, he was working and he was always away from me and uh, so I was always alone when I was doing my competition and uh, and I always said to myself I want to try to be with my son but uh, but like always uh, once you once you grow in you, you you have to be but I, but the, the good thing uh, I, I, I like uh, is the fact that he probably learned uh, and improved way more here since his move here in New Zealand and selling uh, at the Akarana, but he sailed also in, in some other uh, yacht club. I mean, the good thing here, they're, they're organizing training section between yacht club uh, just like that in, uh, in, one, in one hour, which is something will be harder uh, in Italy. And, uh, but the, 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 the thing I'm pleased is the fact when he's coming back home, he's, uh, he's super happy. 
and uh, the atmosphere there is between the kids, uh, the parents, is it, more like um, uh, a camp, no? Where kids are going to to having fun more than really uh, pushing to to reach the 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 no the goal to win in races. Then obviously, if you win races, you are you are uh, even more happy. But it's not the main goal at the beginning. I think. The, 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 the good thing is uh, when you start to sell it, this is my impression, when you start sell here, and actually Lorenzo started to sell here uh, the Carana the first time uh, many years ago. And, uh, and the good thing is uh, the, 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 the kids, are, the, the, the main job of the school, of the selling school, is to make the kids in love with the sea and, and of sailing. And then once uh, you got the kids in love of sailing and going out in the water, then you start to work on the kids, uh, which is, uh, which is, uh, and see if there is a potential on the kids, no? Which is something uh, unique, I guess. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, it, it would be something we will miss when we go back to Italy. Well, Max, I tell you what, uh, Lorenzo and your family are always welcome at Royal Akarani Yacht Club. <laughs> and when you're not there, don't worry, we're, we're keeping an eye on him. He's quite know, a, little, he's a little champion. I think you've got a future uh, helmsman. I, I don't know. I don't know. He, will, uh, he will decide by himself. I'm not, I'm not going to push. As long as in love of the water on the sea, I'm happy. He, he's a kind of a waterman. He's, he's a lucky little bastard because he's good on sailing. Is good on surfing. Is good on fishing. He knows all the name of all the fish in the planet, <laughs> and uh, and I'm and I'm pleased. I was uh, way more uh, depressed if he was in love of soccer. I can tell you that. <laughs> hey, Max, we just had a question. A few questions come through from those that are watching. I think this is a pretty important one because you are here in New Zealand, uh, and it's just going to diverse a little bit away from sailing just for a moment. Do you yeah. like fish and chips? I like fish and chips, but I like fish and chips when I catch the fish. <laughs> All right, back into the sailing. But uh, there is a good place in, uh, in Gervois Road. Oh, so in Javis Road. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, look, just another, another question. How does your speed feel compared to Emirates Team New Zealand when you have been able to line up against them? I think they're pretty fast. Unfortunately, at the moment, uh, especially in the certain wind range, they are they are, they are they are really fast. I think above above uh, 12, 13 knots, they are pretty they are pretty quick upwind. But um, but at the same time, we didn't sail close to them in the last uh, probably months or so. I think last time we we sailed uh, for Christmas. And um, and for sure we improve our performance quite a lot, but I guess they improve uh, they improved as well. So I think it's really uh, we we need to see. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be um, um, we we need to wait. I, I don't know. Is is something I'm really I'm really. I'm really struggling to understand uh, uh, where we are compared to them because it's, uh, I mean, we didn't sail against them. We, for sure, we improved quite a lot our performance, but at the same time, I'm not, 
I know they're pretty fast upwind in, in Breeze. So let's see. I think it really depends on which uh, condition we're going to race eventually then if we beat uh, in airspace. Yeah, well, just, just going back to obviously this weekend, Max, a, a big day of sailing on Saturday. Maybe some, yeah. some lighter airs forecast. What's the sort of team's mentality going into the weekend? Obviously, you know, the, the Brits will come at you very strongly and they're not going to roll over without a fight. Are you expecting, you know, the boats to be as evenly matched as they were last time you sailed? Oh, for sure. I think even more. I think by knowing Ben and his, uh, and his team, they're going to push uh, until the end. They, they can win the, the, the series. So we only won four races. So we did uh, nothing yet. And, uh, and uh, we need to try to keep the momentum. The, 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 we sailed uh, yesterday and today. We did a pretty good session. We did a lot of uh, uh, training around the marks, especially today and a lot of pre-start. So we need to just get ready. And I think if we sail like we did uh, uh, in the first uh, few days, I think we can, we can beat them. So it just, it just, uh, it's just, uh, this is what I say every time. The first enemy is ourselves, like, uh, like always, no? You need to first sail at your level and then, and then you see. Well, so I reckon we've got uh, we've got one more question to ask Max. I know that Cam is uh, ready to fire this one off, but don't worry, it's not scary. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, Max. So you know, we've seen so much development with these these AC seventy fives foiling monohulls. Where do you think the future can go with with this sailing? You know, what, in ten years' time, can you can you have you got anything in your mind that you you can see happening? Yeah, I think I think there will be a lot of uh, development going up from the cap in the in the let's say in their uh, racing circuit. I mean, uh, there is already one uh, Italian owner, uh, Roberto Lacorte, which is building uh, a sixty-five footer kind of a copy or type of style of what like an AC-75 to do in inshore and offshore racing. And, uh, and I think there will, there will be even more. I mean, uh, the, the, there is already a lot of so falling sick with the FF or the FS, the Persico 69. Uh, uh, there is a, um, a really nice circuit that there is actually a championship, I think, starting this week on the, yeah. uh, I think in the south of Italy. And, um, uh, I saw Francois Gabard uh, uh, launching his uh, electric uh, catamaran powerboat, foiling. And uh, I mean, the Orma 60, they're already there. The Multial, I was on the phone the other day with Giovanni Soldini, which is uh, going to launch his boat with new rudder foil, uh, with the new foil on the boat. So I think foiling, I mean, uh, you can accept that or not, it's going to be the future. And uh, together with conventional boat, it's not just falling, it's just a different way to, to sail. And, uh, and, uh, but I think we will see a lot of technology going out uh, from the America's Cup. And, uh, and not just the foil, the autopilot, uh, the sail, the mainsail. I think that uh, we underestimate the efficiency of this mainsail, uh, of this type of mainsail. And, uh, and, uh, and I think you're gonna you're gonna see more and more of this type of uh, of, uh, of uh, 
of uh, way to sail uh, in, in, normal, in other circuits. Oh, well, far out. We've actually uh, been online now for an hour, Max. Um, you said we were going to just have a quick chat. You like to chat, don't you? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, out of the cam, Steely, got one more up your sleeve there, or do you reckon uh, we let Max go and uh, go to bed? Oh, I reckon probably let, let the big man go. He's got a big week in the head. Yeah, we, we, we have had um, a lot of questions come through, but Max, we'll probably try and catch up with you another time. There's a few really great questions that we'll ask from the audience. Um, but hey, look, I just want to just say a massive thank you for taking the time out, especially after a busy day. And um, But the most important thing is that this event is raced on the water and is won on the water. And uh, we know that we've got some intense days of racing coming on, coming up, very excited. I'd just like to take this opportunity as well just to thank all of our Lifts Our Die supporters as well for you know, doing everything they can to help us bring these videos because without their support, and we know how important sponsors are to keep things ticking over, we definitely wouldn't be able to sit here tonight and, and have this chat with you, Max. And uh, thank you so much to Cam and Steely. Steely is rather thank quiet you. tonight, although his ears definitely buckled well, up a little just, bit. Just listening, you know, taking it all in, <laughs> being a sponge. No, no. Thank, thanks, you guys. It's been uh, I'm pleased to be to be invited by you guys because I, I even if it don't look uh, too much, I'm following you guys and uh, I really respect the way you guys are uh, are uh, are uh, dealing with sailing. Uh, we just love it. Yeah, thanks, man. Me too. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Bye. Ciao. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Yeah.